Hi. Today we are gathered here yet again to celebrate the end of yet another weekend. Welcome to Monday. Hope you're having a happy Monday on this bizarre planet, this bizarre time with this bizarre podcast. Probably my most somber beginning, Chloe Marvel, how are you doing? Woof. Chloe Dog's doing good. Um, she woofed for herself. That is... Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I, think, I think the woof's actually meant to come after the Chloe Dog. Otherwise, it just sounds like I'm trying to be a dog. But anyways. Imagine that's how you greeted people. Woof. <clears throat> Name's Chloe Dog. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> no, it's, uh, that, was sh- that was quite shocking to witness. Yeah, okay. Well... Um, yeah, we had a lovely weekend. Um, the weather wasn't too good, but we did go on a yacht. A yacht. We did go on a yacht. Not pronounced know. yacht, as some people have said. Yachted, yeah. I don't think anyone has said, but yeah, the, the yacht was a terrible experience, I'm sorry well, to say. No, I, no, it was terrible. I will say it was lovely. For the first 30 minutes, we were treated to a wonderful yacht ride. Um, but yo, the swell was really bad. And let's just say I was the first, I was the first man down. Chloe got on the boat and she said, wouldn't it be funny if someone got seasick <laughs> 30 minutes later, who's projectile vomiting? Yeah. Chloe dog. I've, cause I've never gotten seasick before, but I guess, you know, there's always a first for everything. So don't let rich white people trick you into thinking this yacht business is fun. It sure as hell isn't. No, it, def- it definitely is. Just maybe not when the swell's that bad. You okay. Know? I don't know why you lie in public on the podcast. <laughs> you had the worst time ever. You said you're never getting on a boat again, but here she comes to self-promote this uh, uh, yacht party. But I think it's time to mosey into show and tell. What did you, what did you bring along? What did I bring? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Yes, I would like to know. Uh, and I think everyone else would as I well. I think that's the premise of this uh, whole episode. Yep. Well, the segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Unpaid, unsponsored, peaceful sleep. Oh, no. Oh, God, it got on me, some of it. And it, it smells... <coughs> Jeepers. Imagine that going into the oh. lungs of a mosquito. It smells terrible, and it is terrible. It should be called... What's the opposite of Peaceful. Um, not peaceful. Yep. No, that's not the opposite. That's the negative. War. Insomnia. War. War <laughs> sleep. <laughs> sleep like a veteran <laughs> with all that PTSD surging through your veins. Because if it's not the mosquito trying to kill you, the Anopheles, I believe, the female oh. mosquito, the carrier of yes. malaria, oh. a scourge in South Africa. Mm-hmm. We've got to stop her with the MT. <clears throat> Sorry, the... It's resting in my lungs now. But no, peaceful sleep, mosquitoes. Everyone's like, summer, it's so exciting. No, it isn't because they're mosquitoes now. I love the smell of peaceful sleep. Like, I love it so much. Really? I can smell it now. Yeah. I think it just reminds me of school camps, which were really fun. And abusive. They were, no. No, they were fun. <laughs> <laughs> they were fun, yeah. That's what the smell reminds me of. No, but if you can't sleep, either give yourself brain tumors with that radon thing you pl- uh, plant into the wall you know that plug oh yeah got that, that cannot be good for you i've got two of those going at once <laughs> and they don't work they're just killing us slowly peaceful sleep mosquito nets that is the future do you, what's is. your best mosquito impersonation i was just doing it but i'll do it again oh, i thought that was you talking thank you very much Okay, that's like a Maybe. opera version. No, that was terrible. <laughs> that was truly terrible. Let's let's 
before this peaceful sleep actually kills me, what is your show and tell, Chloe? My show and tell. Okay, so yesterday we were actually talking about tattoos and what tattoo Sam's going to get next. And Sam says that he will get a Chloe dog tattoo. A Chloe dog tattoo. Woof, yeah. So um, I've taken it upon me to design one. And let's have a look. Here's the first time I've seen it. I like all the thought. If you're listening, and we do thank you for listening, big fans of you being big fans of us, it looks like a rabid Courage the Cowardly Dog, woof and exclamation point, designed by Chloe Mulville. Yeah. Catering to your every need. I took inspiration from, you know, the dog from Despicable Me? No. I don't know if you could really call it a dog, but it is definitely a dog. So I did the like little spiky teeth, just like that dog has. Woof. So you would want this to be tattooed on my body? Yeah, I think just above your knee. No. That would look great. It looks like a dog that's been elec- electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, it does. Eh? I really stumbled through that. <laughs> my humblest ele- 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 electrocuted. No, Chloe, that is a monumental mess. Put that put that thing away. I can't I can't bear to look at it for another second. <laughs> would you ever get a tattoo on those virgin arms? <laughs> oh, that sounded weird. Um Yes, yeah, I would. I really like this placement, like right above your, right above your elbow. Oh, what is that area called? Right above your elbow. Isn't it your weenus? Was right? Your weenus is the flappy part. Oh. I mean, again, this. Uh, I feel a lot of what we do here at Kitsito sometimes <laughs> <laughs> is discuss things that we discussed when we were in grade three. It's like ah, your weenus. Look at his Maybe weenus. Maybe it's your peri weenus, like the periphery. Oh, wow. Chloe, you are on it today. The, yeah. the, the Perry, the Perry weenus. Perry the platypus, what would you rate him out of 10, looks-wise? Oh, a two. Perry the platypus is a solid 10. He makes <laughs> Scarlett Johansson look like, well, I won't say anything horrible, but a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Perry. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I know who you're talking How about. How dare you rate Perry the Platypus like that? That is... I feel like if I rated him any higher, I might get cancelled for... What is it? Bestiality. Bestiality is in. Who was that celebrity star? Well, I mean, Ooh. a celebrity is a star. Just like uh, us. And we thank you so much for watching Kets, for listening to Kets, for consuming Kets. The good news is we've managed to keep our positions on the charts in South Africa yeah. as a comedy podcast and a comedy interview podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you for week in, week out coming to bat for us. Bit of a sports term, look it up. And then we're also number one in Namibia. Thank you, Namibia. Zimbabwe, we're doing amazing things in. Not much of a government there, not much of service delivery, but <laughs> we deliver week in, week out. <laughs> so Zimbabwe, it is a pleasure to keep your hopes alive. Uh. Uh, uh, is Mugabe still alive? No, actually, I don't know. I won't spread fake news. That is also true. I I feel like I... I think I remember him dying, but I also could be wrong. This feels like a dream. Mm. This whole podcast is a dream. I'm pretty sure he's dead, Ooh. but don't don't hold us to it. But come on, Chloe, what, what yeah. have you got for us? Let's get into some hard-hitting headlines. Hard-hitting headlines. Well... Why is your mouth always so skewed when you... Hard? I don't know. <laughs> My mouth is going on walkabout, see? So your mandible, is that your jaw? I don't know. But it seemed like it was just wobbling on. Okay, okay. But in not so good news, Oscar Pistorius is now eligible for parole. 
How now. crazy is that? Yeah. Oscar Pistorius. Right is... now, like this this time this year, right now. Wow, Oscar Pistorius eligible for parole. Yeah. Six years of shanking and wanking <laughs> in prison, and now he's eligible for parole, which obviously doesn't mean he'll get parole because it still has to be reviewed and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But he can qualify. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Chloe, tell me if I'm crazy, but you can't help but feel that this whole murder thing really messed up his athletic career. <laughs> Samuel. Am I crazy for yes. Oscar Pistorius, like killing someone really interrupted his murder, mm-hmm. uh, his murder career. It did. It accelerated his murder career, but absolutely ruined his athletic career. You're crazy. I am crazy. You're crazy, yeah. But it also reminds me <laughs> of this. I, once I started doing a bit of a, a wazoogle, which is the colloquial term for Googling here in South Africa and Botswana, I found out that Oscar Pistorius is not alone in the ranks of crazy white men who kill a true crime in South Africa. Yeah. And it took me back to a time, a simpler time in terms of COVID, but a much more complex time at the Dizalza estate where yeah. Henry Front Bredar, you know, that Tukop yeah. axe murderer, yeah, killed his parents, yeah, his sisters mm. in like a coma or something or concussed, can't remember anything. But yeah, this axe-wielding Tukop Henry Front Bredar, who's now in prison, got attacked well, and just what? to clarify, he's in Polesmore Prison, he which I hear at this time of year is quite pleasant. No, pleasant? Never pleasant. It's Polesmore. Yeah. But no, he got no. attacked while he was walking to a the hospital wing of the prison yeah. by four inmates. I believe the term is that he got jumped. You know, that's what we kind of use on the streets. Yeah. And he was saved by a fellow inmate. But here's the real catch. This inmate saved Henry von Bredar by ripping a condom dispenser <laughs> off the wall and using it and using it as a weapon to get these um, attackers away. Is that true? Yeah. And then everyone in the comments is like, a condom dispenser in Polesmore? And I was just like, it's great to see that Polesmore does care about the LGBTQ community <laughs> and we're here for it. Wild story. No, are you being, there really is a condom dispenser? Yeah, no, well, I mean... I think it's not La La Land. People yeah. know what's going on in there. So if yeah. you can do it. Have safe say, sex, yeah. The scariest thing I've ever ho- heard about Polesmore is always a Ross Kemp on gangs. I'm this British hard man going into gangs to see if I can survive. What? You went to ask them some questions. There was no surviving. <laughs> you did an interview. But he was doing an interview with one of these gangsters in Polesmore, mm. uh, uh, one of the number gangs. 021, no, um, the, the, letter, the number gangs, yeah, 26s, 27s, 28s. Yeah. And they were just discussing the slow puncture it was something that happened in jail where, yeah. uh, trigger warning, where an inmate, uh, that's my first trigger warning I've ever dished and a, out. A legitimate trigger warning. A legitimate yeah. trigger warning, because this next information is harrowing. But a slow puncture in Polesmore Prison. Yeah. <clears throat> is when an inmate with HIV no. rapes another inmate. And that's why it's a slow puncture, because he's now passed on the disease. And slow puncture, you can you slow, yeah. Not a good place, Paul's more. 
I literally feel like I want to cry. That's horrible. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it's not great. Where, where, where we? How did we Holy get into the topic? <laughs> this again is a, a comedy podcast. Jeepers. Thanks for the laughs. Thanks for the memories, yeah. everyone. We might. I, ha- I have been to Dissolza before. Have you? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Polsmore. Um, no, I've never. I been. have been to Dissolza to play golf there. It's actually mm. a beautiful estate in it Stellenbosch. Is. Yes, it is very nice. Not so beautiful when people are murdering you, people. And I want to bring this up on the podcast because I don't know whether this was all right or not. But when I was in grade, not in grade six, when I was six years old, one of our outings during pre-primary school was they took us to prison. Like, is that, did anyone, did anybody else also go to prison? Pre-primary? Yeah, pre-primary. I was six years old and they took us into this (laughs) jail cell that stunk of like, urine maybe it was a holding cell i don't know i don't know where we went my mom drove us as well wow um it stunk of urine and feces um someone had stolen the inmate's mattress i thought yo i don't want to sleep on the little slats of the bed frame and my worst part was that there wasn't like the toilet or the little like urinal was just in the corner like everyone could watch you do your business that sounds like an episode of scared straight where they like take a well, troubled teens into jails and they get yeah, sheltered Yeah, a group at. of six-year-olds. Can you imagine that? No, that is absolutely ridiculous. Maybe, maybe it was part of like, I don't know. Chloe went to the school of hard knocks. Let us know <laughs> quite if, you, if you also went through that. But yeah, anyways, I also wanted to know, why do they call it true crime? Surely it's just crime. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That is a, it, <laughs> Whoa, let me think about that for a bit. Well done, Chloe. You really... Make me question my I feel existence. like this is like a like shower thoughts. Mm. Why know? do they call it true crime? Mm. I don't know. You know? What I would the opposite be? <laughs> crime. False crime. False crime. What yeah. is false crime? False crime. What would a false crime be? Um, Maybe if you threaten to hurt someone <laughs> or like do something. But that's still a crime. It looks like you were looking at the wall for oh. an answer written. Thank you, Mr. Producer Man. <laughs> there is no producer. Yeah. Maybe if you like threaten to do something or... But then again, that's still a crime. Yeah. You know? There was bizarre. another bomb... Th- oh, my God. Blue Root is more famous for bomb threats oh, than yeah, it is yeah, for yeah. actual like selling products <laughs> to people. But yeah, there was another bomb threat yeah. at Blue Root. Yeah, on the 4th. 4th of July, Independence Day. No, on the 4th of this month, so on Thursday. Why didn't you just say last Thursday? On the 4th of the month. (laughs) (laughs) That's a maniac speaking. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, Blue Roots. There's Cavendish Square. Like a couple of people jumped off there a while ago. Yeah, that was wild. Why are you making this so dark? You keep bringing these dark, dark, dark facts. I know. Okay, what's a joke? Um... I can make about people jumping off buildings at Cavendish Square. Um, okay, here we go. I'm on the spot. Uh, did you hear the person who he was shopping in exclusive books and bought? Nah, nothing there. <laughs> I, I tried my best to get a joke. I also thought it wouldn't be funny. And it wouldn't people... land. <laughs> Yo, Chloe. Jeepers. The I'll be here all day. Not really. For the next 30 minutes. For the next 30 minutes. Wow, Chloe. That's great. What do you think of Blue Root Mall in general, though? What are your feelings? I think I've only been there two times. I don't really venture to that side of the world very often. That mm. side of the world, 15 minutes away, but you know what I mean? That side of the world. Okay. No, I, it's something my, my mom would say. I always think when I go, go to Blue Root, why is it not blue? Fact. Where, where's the blue? Fact. You know what I mean? Mm. That's just another sort of hot I take. think false advertising. Yeah. 
Maybe that there's a lawsuit there. Mm. I was promised blue. It's like Red Bull can give you wings. Someone sued them for that. So, really? Yeah. I think there's money to be made, maybe. Oh, jeez. Those are the worst people in the world. That's, that's why they spell wings with like three eyes. <sighs> wings. We've got no hope. We've got absolutely no, no hope. hope. But I was also reading around the bomb scare that a false bomb threat in places like Florida, which is lawless at the mm. best of times, <laughs> can get you 15 years in prison, which will coincidentally be longer than Oscar Pistorius. Oh, shit, sh- yeah. Because we kind yeah. of started talking about Oscar Pistorius and then we forgot to talk about him. Um, and we spoke uh, yes. about Dissolza for about 30 minutes. Yeah. Like and well, subscribe. So with, for maybe if we didn't explain it properly, so Oscar was sentenced to 15 years, but he'd served two years. For murdering someone. Yeah, yeah. And he served two years under house arrest, so he got 13 years in prison, and he's now served, I think, seven and a half years, something like that. That's why he's eligible for parole after half serving half of his sentence. Imagine jail was like, or school was like jail, and you only had to do half a term. <laughs> Wait, did I you, don't think it was that well, funny. No, no, or, or, they'd, or they'd let you out like after grade six. Yeah, you like, know? muted half. Well, I mean, that does happen quite often in South Africa. We well, don't have very high. Yeah. Um, Jeepers. This All podcast right. has been dark. Yeah. Super, super dark. So do you think it's fair that old Oscar is coming out? Or, or, or stands the chance to come out? No, not at all. Yeah. Because his he was charged with murder. It was changed to merger. So merger. <laughs> it merged <laughs> merger. to murder. <laughs> yeah. it, was, he, it was changed to murder. So the law recognizes that it was then premeditated, mm. right? Or there yeah. was some intent to it. It's not just manslaughter. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. Welcome to Chloe's true crime podcast. I don't know. Or just the- crime podcast because it's not false. I don't know. I think you're false advertising at the minute because you don't know the legalese either. You just, you stand in the kitchen baking cookies and listening to people getting slaughtered and bodies being dismembered and disposed of. That doesn't qualify you to weigh in on Supreme Court matters. Can we accept that? Yeah, I think we can accept that, Yeah. yeah. You know what's unacceptable? What? trying to bank with Capitech naked. Apparently, that's a big no. I don't know if you guys have seen that video. <laughs> I don't even know if it's funny because it also looks pretty sad, but this yeah. woman in sandals and nothing else. Yes. Butt naked. Or is it buck naked? But. Butt naked, yeah. yeah. I feel buck yeah. naked is also appropriate because bucks, as we know, are constantly naked they're a disgusting creature anyway and so she storms into this capitech bank and starts almost just trashing the place like chucking computers around and like a couple of people leave but otherwise people are just kind of going on no. with their business the video yeah and it went viral i mean some of you have probably seen it but it does there's an element that's funny of course there's someone naked in a bank Long. and there's part of it that's really sad you know yeah, why like, why is she naked in a bank mm, you know there's a, i don't know much about banking but i don't think she's gonna get that loan <laughs> shame yeah okay that Ugh, i think my yeah. dad joke counts is up to about eight or nine but yeah what can well, you do what what can you do exactly exactly well maybe a more positive news okay here we go yeah Britain is has now been the first country in the world to approve the first COVID-19 pill. So the first oral medication to treat COVID-19. Wow. 
Yeah. And how do you take it? Well, uh, orally, yes, sorry. I was half listening uh, again. Yes, but it's a bit of a tongue twist. I'm going to try to say it. Let's hear it. It's called molnupiravir. Mol, molnupiravir. Good Mol luck swallowing that, let alone pronounce. <laughs> uh, and so what does it do? Is it like so, is it like the vaccine in terms of a prevent? Or when you get COVID, no, you're like, ah. Yes. It's to treat. It's to treat COVID once you have it. So it was initially used for people who got really bad flu and were hospitalized for it. So now it's being used for COVID. And it's probably just ivermectin with a new name. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> calm down over there, everyone. Calm down, especially you people taking that horse medication. No, I'm. I'm only teasing. Yeah, but that uh, that's crazy. Yep. What's it called? Ivermectin. No. Malnuprofenin. Malnu. Malnupiravir. Okay. There we go. That's the best I've said. Nivea for men. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Would you take it? If I got COVID very badly, yes. Okay. And if you got COVID very well, <laughs> that doesn't make sense either. And we'd just like to take this opportunity again to thank listeners, watchers, crankers. I don't know where that came from. Around the world. My most favorite place we're trending in at the moment. Ukraine. Are we trending? Well, not trending, but we're on their charts. Wow. Ukraine. Dosvodanya Voraschokoro. That's I love you in Ukrainese. I think that you are teasing me. <laughs> no, definitely. I don't know what they even speak in Ukraine, um, but it's not Ukrainese and what I just said doesn't exist. Okay. What's your favorite thing in the world that doesn't exist? The ability to think on the spot, perhaps. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What's yours? My favorite thing in the world. What's the question, please? How can it be that your favorite thing in the world that doesn't exist? Oh, that's an easy one. My favorite thing in the world that doesn't exist is religion. No. I don't know if you can say that. What do you mean? That doesn't exist. You believe it doesn't Reli exist. No, it's an abstract okay, concept. You, you can't taste it. it. You can't get maybe, your... Yeah your teeth into it but i love it because it inspires people it gives people morals values all that sort of stuff in the words of that pakistani teacher on tiktok it's grape it's grape yeah <laughs> that is one of the funniest videos i'm not familiar with that tiktok no but religion's great until it gets to devil's dorpy Yes. throwback to devil's dorp remember that time where it was a bit like tiger king you know everyone was watching devil's dorp to deal with their problems because well not deal with their problems because yeah. you're watching devil's dorp yeah to get away from your problems did by watching people have bigger problems you know what i mean true word to your mother did we mention that about mariska we have on this podcast oh, yeah okay. we almost speak about mariska the journalist from devil's dorp as much as we speak about pitbull <laughs> another hero of mine Dale. ah he beat me to it. Go to Miami, lose your mind. Dale. Ah, pit bull. The bull that's in the pit. And the pit that's don't, I don't know. <laughs> pit bull makes me want to party. Yeah. You know, this reminds me, I think I, I always think that I've heard it all and then I hear more, you know, that. That's a condition of being human. You'll yes, never hear it all. Exactly. But people. And by people, I mean, there was one tweet that went viral about turning Robben Island, well, the idea to turn Robben Island into South Africa's Ibiza. What? What yeah. now? Yeah. What now, Brown? You cannot do that. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait, wait, to turn Robben Island 
yeah. into a party island. So basically, yeah, people want to turn Robben Island into Ibiza. So a party island? Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Are you trying to say pizza or Ibiza? Ibiza, Ibiza. I didn't really know how you say it, party. It's, 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 it's. <laughs> wow, okay, that's quite interesting. I don't... Uh, people want to turn Robben Island into a party island. I can see it. I'm actually quite here for it. I think turning Robben Island into this massive party destination is fantastic because boy knows, Lord knows, that the boys need jobs. <laughs> That's for sure. We need jobs here in South Africa. And what better way by creating a party destination? And I know everyone will say Robben Island is this place filled with rich history, legacy, and we really as South Africans need to understand it. So that's easy. We make the DJs serve the information. So it'll be like, hey, how's everyone doing tonight? Remember, Nelson Rochlichlala Mandela was born in 1918. And then the beat just keeps building. He left the island in 1990. <laughs> the last prisoner to leave Robben Island was in 1991. Let's get fucked. <laughs> Smoke screen. <laughs> Can you imagine how much fun that would be? <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. That's pretty. So I'm here for turning yeah. Robben Island into, into a party. Into party island. It's, it's, it's <laughs> People are saying, you know, it is feasible because I think it's like three times the size of Monaco. People were even saying that we should build a bridge from the V&A waterfront to Robben Island. Before we touch on that, do you believe in building bridges? Or are you more uh, a Haiti earthquake support fund? <laughs> what? I don't think that question makes sense. No, what I really mean is, are you intent in building bridges with relationships? Or are you more standoff? People, people are going to be people. They must apologize to me. Or are you the person, the peacemaker? I will meet them halfway. So is that half building I the bridge? I will build half the bridge. <laughs> and then if they don't build the other side, I'll just walk back and knock it down. I think that is poetic. So like Thank I said, you. kids, it's art. And what Chloe just said there is artistic. Not to be confused with the term autistic. I see that popping up in the mainstream media quite often these days. I think that's lovely. Yeah. Build half a bridge. If they don't meet you halfway, knock it down. Go to Miami, lose your mind. Dale. Back yourself, king. What I And queen. And queen, exactly. What I would like to see, you know, if if it were approved to do something with Robin Island is to turn it into an F1 circuit. Huh? An that would also create a lot of jobs, employment. Oh, yeah. And we could watch F1. Exactly. But can you imagine the tender? It would be like, Creator F1 track on Robben Island. Okay, it's a 10 billion rand tender. Yeah. And then you come out there and it's like a golf cart track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would suck. I think yeah. party island. But Robben Island has got so much history. And it's crazy because I've never been. And it's so... No, no, no. But that's not from a lack of trying. I've tried to go there like three times. Once as a child, twice as an adult. And the ferry never works. Really? Yeah. Well, at the time I tried, it wasn't working. Hopefully it's working now. I'm sure it is. It's tourist season. Mm -hmm. People want to be like, wow, this little box where Mandela did all those push-ups. Mandela was a snack. I think we can all agree on that. Anyway, I digress. What I was getting back to is the history of Robben Island. Yeah. And it's very historical. 
Something I didn't know. <laughs> well, yes, because it's old. Something I didn't know is that it used to be a leper colony. So people that had leprosy, I think it was in like 18, late 1800s, early 1900s. Don't quote me on any of this. But they were sent off to the island to quarantine. They were the OG quarantiners. Oh. And yeah. What? Leprosy now, not so bad, very treatable, not mm-hmm. as infectious as everyone mm-hmm. thought. Leprosy back then, not a fun time. Not too good. No. Yeah. And, and while we're on, so that's a colony within a colony. <laughs> oh, the English. They were so, so funny with their oppression. Another colony that we cannot forget about is Australia. A penal colony, not to be confused with a penis colony. Do those exist? Penis colonies? Yeah. No. Penal or colonies. Penis, penis colonies are like all men's clubs, I feel like. Gentlemen <laughs> yeah. clubs are That's penis okay. colonies. Hey, oh, hot take. <laughs> but yeah, so how crazy is that? Yeah. Imagine being a leper, which also not to be confused with the, the word leopard. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what this new line of my... Um, also th- not to be confused. Also not to, this podcast, not to be confused with entertainment. We're terrible. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Someone asked me on the weekend to describe what the brand of the, the podcast was. And I was like, oh, it's like a car crash. That's funny. And they just looked at me. Like it wasn't funny. I'm like, yeah. now you get it? You get it? And they they um they didn't get it. It yeah. was it was terrible for everyone in the group to witness yeah. that. But I love awkward situations. Yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I most definitely do not. There was there's this brilliant comedian who's just died, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. And he was very naughty, pushed a lot of boundaries, like comedians do. And he had this wonderful outlook on storytelling and telling jokes, especially as a stand-up comedian when people asked him what's it like to bomb or like a joke uh not to work and that sort of stuff and he because that's what people are terrified at normal south africans normal human beings Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing more humiliating than cracking a joke and no one laughs it's like whoa geez (laughs) trust me i'm well versed in the art of this it's a harrowing (laughs) experience but he says as a comedian he finds nothing funnier because what he's trying to do is make people laugh so when people don't laugh, that's quite funny. Then <laughs> <laughs> he can't even do his job properly. I think you missed the moral of the story. Oh. Oh, well, what can we do? What, what can you do? So that was a very tricky transition from penal colonies, Robin Island, F1, all the way to Norm MacDonald. Yeah. We do it all here at Kets. Oh, my tummy's we, rumbling. My tummy swore. My tummy swore. My tummy's rumbling. Yeah, no food until podcast finish, Chloe. You know the rules. <laughs> You know the rules. Oh my goodness. All right. I think it's time for our favorite part of the show. Well, no, no, sorry. I know. <laughs> Nearly got into trouble. Our second favorite part of the show, which is... Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Okay, shut up. Uh, okay. What's well, your take? Here's my first hot take. Jacob Zuma is healthy. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah. No, literally, I think everyone thinks that and knows that. Yeah, I, I suppose the hot take would be like, Jacob Zuma is not a, But yeah, this he was spotted in a casino. This man is just living <laughs> his best life. It truly proves like money talks, power talks. And if you've got like a whole host of secrets about current and past politicians, you can truly do what you want. So if you have any secrets on dirty politicians... 
send them through in the comments so that Chloe and I have more power in this world. Yes. What's a hot take from you? Let's hear one of your hot takes. Um, being six foot doesn't make you attractive. It makes you very attractive. Ooh. Wow, Chloe. How tall are you, Sam? Six foot. <laughs> six foot nine. Sixty-nine. Five foot eleven? <laughs> no, that's a lie. My dad's five foot eleven. I'm six foot. On the nose. On the nose. I can't believe I have to prove my height on this podcast on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm tall, I promise. Yeah. There is something, and I'll say this from a, a guy's perspective, so that King's in the watching the podcast. So sorry. Something was on my nose. So that kings watching the podcast don't get offended because yeah. there are quite a few incels that watch podcasts and we don't want to offend anyone. But there is this bizarre, bizarre thing with women being attracted yeah. to tall men who, are, who I'm sorry, I'm going to say it straight. You're ugly. <laughs> you guys are ugly. Not, I'm just saying some of you. And, but just because you're tall, you, you get by on life. So I almost think tall privilege supersedes white privilege. In the dating world. In the dating world. I don't know about that. Give me something I'm, to go on. Uh, I, and I, uh, and <laughs> I'm getting nervous. I think, you know, anyone of any height can be attractive, of course. But you never know their preferences. Boo. Yeah, that's why they're called preferences. <laughs> no, I hear everyone's like, we got to thinking exactly the same and everything's equal. No, it isn't. Some people are four foot three. Other people are six foot eight. And the world is clearly not... Yeah, some people are born into a lap of luxury. Others aren't. The world is not fair. And I'm no. not saying that, it, that it's good that it isn't fair, but more just addressing some ah, truths, hot takes. Some truths. Some truths. Yeah. I don't know. ASMR, super weird. I've got a hot take that is potentially so hot that this microphone might just melt through this table. The Soweto Derby is not the biggest match in Africa. It's a clash between two average teams in the middle of the table. Wow. That could get me lynched in certain parts of South Africa. Okay. Do you know what the Soweto Derby is? No, I don't. <laughs> you really don't? You've never heard of it? No, I, and I think that's probably quite bad no. that I haven't heard of it. Okay, so I will let you off the hook in this respect. It is sports. Can you guess yes. what sports it's in? Um, the Soweto Derby. Cricket. No. No, no, no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> full disclaimer, Chloe, if you showed her, if you asked her who Cristiano Ronaldo is, it would probably point to a picture of Messi. So that's just for context. Didn't you literally show me a picture of Pablo Escobar? And Chloe was like, oh, that's a soccer player. Yeah. So that's the kind of sport knowledge we're dealing with. So I'll let you off the hook. Uh, okay, Guys, I won't you. tell you what to do. Make up your own minds whether you're going to... That was a fishing reference, let off the hook or not. But yeah. the Soweto Derby is something to behold because it is arguably, and when I argue, I argue with facts, the most watched sporting event that takes place in South Africa. Tens of millions of South Africans and people around the world watch the Soweto Derby. And it's a clash between Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates two massive teams that originate from Soweto and have their stadiums, home stadiums, Soccer City and the Orlando Stadium in Soweto. And it's just the biggest event one could ever think of. And as a white South African, we don't think of it too much. And it's this crazily 
successful massive wow. event soccer city alone mm-hmm. seats close to a hundred thousand people what its capacity is like ninety five thousand. and were they full Unfortunately, not because of COVID. No spectators have been allowed, but Uh, 95,000 people. That's wild. Absolutely. And I mean, I made the mid-table joke because Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates are experiencing a bit of a Man United moment. All the gear, no idea. Massive football clubs in the middle of the, the table in their respective leagues. But I just thought, it's not something we even talk about. Like there was UFC on this weekend. Everyone's chatting about that. And so no one's yeah. talking. Well, I'm, again, I'm talking about this niche of white town Africans, um, which I am. Someone made a TikTok video being like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what color you are, <laughs> whether whether you got a b- little bit of this, but you're, you're definitely not black boy. I was like, hey, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so people on TikTok are wild. They're also very TikTok rude. TikTok is the street. So I'm a misogynist, racist. It all gets a bit much. And I can't I'm just keep up. beautiful, apparently. On no, they're also so. some. Yeah, people propose to t- to. Well, I'm going to call you Tammy. That's my other girlfriend. If people are quite <laughs> rude to Chloe in terms of their proposals. They'd be like, "Is it is it just me, or is this girl actually beautiful?" And it's like got a hundred likes. I'm like, "Wow, what? These people? Do wild. you do this to make me cry?" No, he was like, "Is it just me?" I, I don't know. I think he was trying to differentiate why he okay. was cool. But would you like to guess the score of the Soweto? Derby. Okay. Um, 3-0. It sounds like a mosquito is infiltrated. It's actually just a bandsaw. The neighbors be going ham with their renovations. I hope it looks ugly for all the noise you're making. Sorry. So the, the score of the Soweto Derby, I didn't catch it? 3-0. To who? Uh, the Chiefs. Okay. Well, she's got the score, not the score wrong, but the result right. Yeah, Kaiser oh. Chiefs won 2-1. Chiefs. Penalty and stoppage time. I'm trying to get back into... I watched a bit of Premier League. I was like, geez, soccer's boring. But if I'm going to start watching, I'm going to start watching with a PSL. Not going to lie, it was a bit of a tough watch. <laughs> but we proudly South Africans, so we're getting into it. Would you agree? Yes. I'm sorry. I just, whenever we talk about sports, I just zone out. Like, I, I think it's probably one of the biggest, maybe, con- areas of contention in our relationship. I just, I don't get sport. Okay, that's fair enough. I just don't get excited about it. If one, I do. But... Quite often, I find it very hard to get excited about sport. That's fair enough. So, what does excite you about? Um, I don't know South Africa living in South. Africa. There's got to be. There's got to yeah. be something you hold well, on to. South Africa as a nation, I feel, are very creative and imaginative. Yes, I think you would agree. Um, and I just also love how different aspects of our culture just completely confuse foreigners. Like I just love it so much. Like we've completely made up our own concept of time. That's true. Like we. We've literally constructed our own concept of time. Yes. There are several terms. Yeah. Now, 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 just now. Yeah. They're all different. Yeah. That's true. Now, now is like, um, now means now. That Pablo uh, speaking the English. (laughs) I was trying to speak Spanish and I just said Pablo. That's pretty racist. But now means now. I think we can agree on that. Now, now is like in a bit. And just now is like now now but with attitude like do that i'll do it just now piece of shit now now is more for like sam do the dishes yeah now now yeah i'll do it sam, just now pay alimony i'll do it now because that's serious i'm looking after one of chloe's illegitimate children that she had with a previous podcaster no no, no. 
Imagine that were true. That would divide the podcast in streets. But yeah. So when your mom asks you to do it, do it now. Yo, if you say I'll do it just now. Yo, you should be cruising for a bruising. But yeah. the worst abuse of all lack of understanding when it comes to South Africans is when Hollywood actors Oh try South African accent. Sorry South African and what's that term we love to hate it, Chloe? Because they think they think it's like okay, we're going to South Africa, this is how everybody speaks. Yeah. There's a um What some... is it? I asked you a question. Oh and what's you the just term? Ag- oh, you just ignore it? me, you're like, okay, now I'm gonna do ours my own talking it, point. Ours yeah. <laughs> it, you are. Ours it. Ours it. There's this hilarious yeah. clip of Daniel Radcliffe. Because you played yeah. that outbreak, yeah. it's just Sam getting away I, from prison. We were recently watching Escape from Pretoria. Oh, and this is, actually, I, I have got it. Escape from Pretoria, while Chloe finds a video, is how I feel a lot of Pretorians, Pretoria Knights, how, how they feel. It, but this was actually a, a literal escape from prison. Yeah. So we'll check this up. This sure, is, just I been, find this so funny. So they've basically just gotten arrested to preface this. To preface this he's clip. in a police truck. Let's have a look at what. Yeah. Sorry, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, so for those of you listening, it's they get thrown into a police um, truck and the first thing that the Hollywood director agrees upon is that these two South Africans need to say how's it before their cultural conversation can no. <laughs> It's just shocking. Across the board, it's terrible. It's so terrible. How's it? How's it? How's it? There are also very different ways that people in South Africa use how's it. So I say how's it like hi. So if I say how's it to you and you start like, no, I'm good. I'll be disarmed and not want to talk That's to you. That's so true. Yeah. How's it? How's it? There we go. You just, yeah. So almost exactly how Daniel Radcliffe did it. Huh. Maybe they're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's terrible. We, we're wondering if we should integrate more sort of audio visual and like editing because we do a lot of that for TikTok and um, Instagram and everything we put yeah. online. But let us know if you want us to put more of the stuff in the edits. I think I like chatting. I don't mm. want to be too concerned about images mm. flying about. But again, everything we do we do for you. So let us know. Let us know. Yeah. And again, before we jump into overrated, underrated, what a game. I'd just like to, again, take the time to thank everyone for sharing, for streaming, for watching. We're building a nice little community here. We are working on merch. It is a lot more tricky than you think. And we, like I said before, we want the merch to be cool. Yes, yeah. We don't want you to like buy the merch because you like shame we wanted to be like i want to wear that yes. so that's the thing and we've got some funny ideas around that and then also looking into a couple of live episodes you need to sort out the yeah. tech for that also get a few people to come and watch it i think that'll be pretty cool mm. but we just want to say a big thank you because the support's been really overwhelming in the last three months we're going to create a running community because um yeah we're gonna i haven't told oh, chloe about oh, this okay. but we're gonna have like kets runs where we run around cape town with a kets crew on ketamine yes. not this last part but for real <laughs> we build a running community within our podcasting community and then when we become ourselves we'll build a cycling community <laughs> wouldn't that be great but yeah a big thank you that for me good. sam dog <coughs> wolf that's actually chloe's thing stolen <laughs> 
But yeah, Chloe, anything on that before we move into overrated, I, I underrated? I think that was a lovely tribute to our to our listeners. Okay, they haven't died yet. I feel tributes are reserved for the dead. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I think that those were lovely words. Wonderful. Any anything you'd like to do to spice up an episode of Kets? To spice up an episode, woof. Okay, so Chloe will woof for yeah. money. She'll send woof you a video off. of her woofing for money. Woof off. And then in a couple of in a couple of months, we'll start selling couple bath water. No, that is most definitely not happening. All right, so here we go, Chloe Dog. Chloe Dogged Dog. Overrated, underrated. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is Daniel Radcliffe overrated or underrated? Underrated, just because of the way that he says, how's it in Escape from Pretoria makes me laugh. Fair enough. He is also <laughs> the boy it? who lived. <laughs> Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. Where are you? Exactly. That's, if, you, if you watch or read Harry Potter, you'd understand. <laughs> Okay, is now now overrated or underrated? Underrated, for sure. Be- and it's just because well, you'll explain just now, whilst you guys look <laughs> at me doing winking. So yeah, why why do you like now now? <laughs> um, I think I just love the way it makes foreigners laugh. I really do. And it it makes foreigners confused. Makes me laugh. Makes us confused as well if we've been honest. <laughs> being honest. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be a bit of a rough one. Brace yourselves. If you're standing, sit. If you're sitting, shit. So here we go. Are Orlando Pirates overrated or underrated? Probably perfectly rated because they lost. Like it was fair. Do you know what I mean? Again, uh, Chloe doesn't really know how sports work, so I uh, apologize. I'll jump in here. How can they be perfectly rated? They just lost. Yeah. They're perfectly rated as losers. Jeez. Okay. I would say Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs are overrated. (laughs) <laughs> you're the biggest clubs in Africa and you're in the middle of the table in the PSL. Look towards yourself and let's make some changes. Okay. You're not Manchester United. You've got to save the people. Nice. Nice. Is Blue Root overrated or underrated? Overrated. Wow. Why? Not enough blue, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so if you made it to the end, you've seen a few contingent jokes from yeah. Chloe. That's Although lovely. I looked them up on, on Google reviews when we were doing research, and they have 4.2 stars. Wow. So they are definitely quite literally overrated. I feel 4.2 is not that overrated. I feel like if, you, if I rated you 4.2... No, but like for Blue Root, like it's not, it's not all that, you know? Okay. What would you rate me? Sorry. Out of what? Ten. Two. <laughs> no. Two of the best. Yeah, no, I was going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. There. And finally, because we love the F1. Meow. <laughs> no, you sound like my mosquito impression. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. Is Lewis Hamilton overrated or underrated? Oh, most definitely overrated, yeah. I want to see him drive a Williams. That's all I'm saying. Like just once. I want to see him drive away. This is about to cause a rift in our relationship because I used to be a Lewis Hamilton hater. But I think he's underrated. He has to be. Look at his body of work. He has to be underrated. Yeah, I guess. It's more that I just don't really like him as a person. I just feel like he's a massive hypocrite. Oh, he's a cocky cock. That's for yeah. sure. No, his but achievements are underrated. He's underrated. He, yeah. he, unfortunately, I was a massive Schumacher fan as well. Lewis Hamilton, based on what he's done and what he'll probably do in the next couple of seasons, will go down as the greatest of all time. I know if you've been watching this podcast for a while now, I've said some really rude things about him. But I've, I've turned the corner. 
just like he does, oh so sexily. And I'm, I think I'm Team Hamilton. I'm a thoughtful Hamil. Yeah, none of that. None of that really makes sense. Wouldn't be me. Anything you want to get off your chest before we say toodles? No, I can't think of anything. I just want to say again, thank you to everyone tuning in and from all over the world, actually. It's yeah. crazy. So we we really, really, really appreciate it. And it means a lot. Yes. If you are just here for the Monday episode, Kate and Chloe, that's awesome. But maybe try out some of the stuff we do on Thursdays with our guests. We recently interviewed Ben Bettendorf, who's the owner of OB Restaurant, the best Japanese restaurants in South Africa. I said that with my chest. And so check that out. They're also weird, quirky, lots of fun, keeping you company, saving you time, saving you money. Kids eat toast sometimes. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Thursday, hopefully. See you on the flippity flip. Bye. bye. Catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flippity okay, flip. Okay, do your cutest bye. Bye. I'll do mine. Bye.